Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Seahawkers podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Schultz. The Seahawks general manager, John Schneider, addressed the media at the NFL Combine on Tuesday. He talked about the recent changes to the team's coaching staff, and he spoke about the process of evaluating quarterbacks leading up to the draft. John also shared his excitement about the new coaching staff, although they didn't make the trip to the Combine this year. Here was his commentary around the new ideas and lessons emerging from the process of hiring a head coach and assembling a new staff. Yeah, I mean, it seems like we just got off the plane in Arizona that night, to be honest with you. Uh, We've just been going nonstop, you know, for the last, I don't know how long it's been. But, uh, yeah, exciting, you know, uh, exciting times. Uh, Getting to know a new staff now. I think Mike's done an awesome job putting his staff together, and it's been pretty cool to see his process after – you know, we went through our process of hiring a head coach now to see him turn around and, and uh, have his own process of putting a staff together has been it's been it's, it's been it's been it's been exciting. It's been uh, eye opening. It's been, you know, meeting a lot of people. We learned a lot through the uh, through the whole process, a lot of lessons, a lot of uh, new ideas. And yeah, I'm you know, we're just getting to know each other. You know, it's it's uh, it's crazy. You know, it's uh, 15 years ago. Pete and I were here together and doesn't seem that long ago uh just trying to get to know each other understand each other's philosophies and um yeah so it's uh exciting times considering the coaching staff isn't there at the combine will it have any sort of negative impact on the draft process uh, I, I i don't i think that's kind of where it's going you know like you know over the years now last several years there's been a lot of staffs that have not come down or some of the coaches have just kind of come down for uh you know the interviews, or you know, our our our, uh, our personnel staff does a great job of filming the interviews, uh, getting the getting the questions we want answered in the in the in the videos, um, and then throughout the process as well into the spring, all the Zoom interviews that we do, we're constantly studying those, and so the dynamic with Pete in particular and, and Mike is not. It's a true partnership, so that part's not going to be different. It's going to be, you know, our personnel staff kind of learning these coaches, understanding what's important to them, and, and, and letting them, you know, have the trust in our system and, you know, the processes that we've developed over the last, uh, you know, 15 years. John talked about exactly what they're trying to figure out during the interview process with these players, both at the Combine and during the other interviews leading up to the draft. It's really more the person than, than, than the football part. Obviously, when, when, when we're interviewing the players, you know, there are certain things that can stand out. We never really think, like, you know, our philosophy is that we don't feel like we have all the answers. Even when they come in the building, we're still learning these guys. So, you know, we're trying to figure out, you know, to, how to build the questions upon questions to dig further into the person and understand the person. So when they come into the building, we're able to help them out as much as we possibly can. Football, personal character, nutrition, the whole nine. We're going to get to see the quarterbacks throw on Saturday. In terms of game tape, Schneider broke down some of the red flags in his evaluations. He studied the importance of confidence in their abilities 
and how they interact with their teammates. But one thing stands out as the biggest red flag. Interceptions. <laughs> Low ball carriage, ball coming out, how they handle themselves in the pocket. Uh, people that aren't confident in their abilities. I think you just look at the guys, the way they handle themselves through a, through a football game. When you see guys play live, it's, it's really important to see how they interact with their teammates and to see how they, uh, how they respond to the really tough things that they've just gone through. So, you know, I'm, I know you hear people talk about corners all the time. Can they turn the page and, you know, react to a, you know, a, a play they just gave up or something like that, explosive play or something. But uh, quarterbacks, same thing. You know, and, and how they interact with their teammates when they come off the field, how they're interacting with their, the quarterback or the head coach. And, yeah, just, just that, like, just that calm, steady, competitive field vision. Just, yeah. John said this year's draft class is a good group, but didn't exactly get into a lot of detail. He mentions that every year it's a goal to acquire a quarterback. And despite having a plan to do it through the draft, it hasn't worked out as well as he'd like. Having uh, grown up in the Packer uh, organization and worked for Ron Wolf, uh, not you know 14 drafts, only drafting two quarterbacks, is not something that we're necessarily uh, proud of. You know, um, it's just hap- it just ha- it's happened that way. And uh, every year it's a goal to try to acquire a quarterback, and whether that's a draft, free agency, whatever it looks like. Uh, but yeah, this this year's uh, draft class is a, is a is a is a is a cool group. A lot, of, a lot of variances in there. But what about the current situation with the quarterbacks? Before getting into some of the plans for the following week, John was pretty matter-of-fact when it came to Geno Smith and his spot as the starter. Yeah, I mean, I would think, yes, starter until he's not. I mean, really, I mean, this is, this, 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 our coaches aren't down here with us, guys. So we're basically, what we're doing is, you know, we, we have a vision. We have a plan for what we're doing. Uh, you know, next week, when we get back in the office after kind of learning the landscape down here, talking to all the agents, all the other teams, you know, what, what we're going to learn throughout the week, kind of coming around the corner next week, getting back with those guys, with the new staff, uh, with Mike's staff in place, and then, you know, get, getting our alignment and, uh, you know, really asking for, for patience from, you know, from all of our players. It's, you know, all the guys that are free agents and, and uh, you know, the guys that, you know, are still like kind of you know, on the team looking to just talk to their position coach. And I'm sure those guys are doing that this week. And I know some guys have already reached out and everything, but, really just finishing up the staff last, like, maybe Thursday or Friday, so. And I think a lot was made of the quote, he's a starter until he's not. I, I think it looks worse in print than it does hearing him sound like he's kind of tired of getting asked the question because it sounds dismissive and noncommittal, and, you know, maybe that's how he wants it to be. But based on his comments and Coach Mike's, it sounds like there's going to be some sort of evaluation process that's happening ahead of free agency and after the combine. So maybe we hear some clarity following that if we end up hearing from John Schneider and Mike McDonald at all heading into free agency. Schneider was asked about the optimal split in touches between Ken Walker and Zach Charbonnet. And John says it will be up to the coaching staff to decide how to use their different skill sets. Yeah, they're, they're different backs. That's going to be up to Coach Grubb and the offensive staff, you know, how they want to use those guys. Uh, we, have, we have several guys in that room that we really like. Um, and, and so, you know, those guys are – those two guys are obviously very talented. Uh, all four of our guys have different skill sets. So really, really looking forward to seeing how the coaching staff uh, views their strengths and, um, you know, if they have deficiencies, tries to kind of hide those deficiencies. But 
more importantly, accentuate their, the positives with those guys. Finally, John talked about what impressed him the most about Coach Mike McDonald through the interview process, the skills he'll bring to the team as a coach, and what stood out with his scheme while he coached both the Ravens and at Michigan. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 like the, the, the uh, illusion of complexity that like everybody talks about, and, and you could see it on film, and it's the product, right? You're watching it. You saw it happen several times this year. You saw it happen in Michigan this year. Uh, you know, a couple years ago when Mike was at Michigan as well. And then uh, where he's taken that defense is, is really impressive. Mike's a very, Mike is a very clear-thinking, uh, you know, highly intelligent guy that can, like, you know, just super impressed in the short, like, speed dating time we did with his wife, Steph. And, like, you know, just, like, the, the have, be able to have a really strong conversation with somebody and then kind of jump into a different conversation that's a little bit more lightheaded and then get back to business real quick. That was something that really stood out. So I can imagine the, the conciseness of his teaching when he's in a room with, you know, a, a defense with, with the team. One final takeaway, even though I don't have any clips for it, but just in general, it was clear throughout the questioning that John Schneider has been in the league for a while now because he's connected to a lot of coaches throughout the league. He talked about his days with the Packers, his interactions with the Panthers front office, and how former Seahawks quarterback coach Dave Canales helped Geno Smith, and how that could translate with working with Bryce Young in Carolina. Now, I feel like he downplayed it a little bit as far as how much Dave may have helped Geno Smith because he got into talking about all the people that helped make Geno Smith what he is after coming to Seattle. But uh, he took a lot of questions based on those types of interactions and he even took questions about some of his interviews with coaches who weren't hired during that coaching search we had recently. But if you want to check out the full interview, it's up at the Seahawks YouTube page and at Seahawks.com. But those are the highlights. And as a reminder, if you want to help support the podcast and get more episodes like this, you can go to GetInTheFlock.com. $5 a month and above gets you into our Discord group. You can hang out there with us. You can hang out with some of your fellow flockers as we get along through this offseason, and we're going to be talking more Combine coming up later this week. And until then, there's only one thing left to say. Go Hawks! Go Hawks!